I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Um, we haven't quite worked out how to do the new intro yet, have we, Emma? No. We're back. It's up We're to 90. We're back. It's up to 90. Nah, Welcome to Up nah, to 90. Nah, I'm Julie J. I'm Emma Doran. And we're two L ones who talk about choice. Yes. This Thanks is our new look. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for choosing us. So I wanted to read you this message just because it gave me such a giggle. Now, I don't know whether it was because I was feeling a bit fragile, but when I'm hungover, I te- my kind of default setting is just like, oh, fuck it, like, fuck it. Like, that's just what I, all the time. So I had to, you know, the way I was on the Ray Darcy thing on Saturday. Yeah. You have to walk out, whack up the picture, hashtag content, right? No biggie. And I had some caption like, there's a free bar in RT. Yeah. Right? No, there's not a free bar in RT. They just have free drink after yeah. some of the shows. And it was their it was their last, it was the end of the season, so it was kind of their Christmas party. So I'd say there was more, it was more of a party atmosphere than previously. So somebody commented on the picture. Now this is obviously someone who follows my page. They said, all paid for by license, I'd imagine. Right? So this is like, why, Emma, I've told you, you need to block your mom from your social media. Right. Like, you need to explain to her the difference between a private and a public message. <laughs> so I was like, okay, one of these people is taking umbrage with me having fucking drinking in her tea. So I wasn't going to write back, but then I was hungover and I just wanted to give myself a little giggle. So I wrote back to the person and said, yes, but you pay for the prostitutes. So a little giggle. Funny. Little, little joke, little gas. The person writes back, no, I don't. And I'm not interested in that sort of thing. And I'm in a relationship. So I'm like, oh, my God. So I said to the person. (laughs) Do you know what? That person has answered that question before. I know. Hasn't he? Up to 90. Up to 90. Up to 90. With Emma and Julie. You, I said to him, you completely missed the joke. And then I said to him, so joke alert, there is a joke coming right now after this. I said, this really sounds like something someone who uses prostitutes would say. Oh, very good. Okay. And then his girlfriend 
gets involved, right? And she says to me, she says, get a real job. Then, wait for it, then slaving away on curbs for money. What? Is she suggesting you're prostituting yourself? I don't know. Like, to be honest, we'd all do it if the money was right at this point to realise. But only if I just could lie there and think, only if I could leave my cardigan on. I know. And just lie there and think of oh, Ireland. I know, just slip the knickers down, not have to do anything. And I said to her, I said, <laughs> and yes, you've completely missed the joke. And do you know what? Said, they're a good couple. Oh, this goes like, they're on. They're a really good match. This goes on. And then I said, Jesus, this is tiring. Good luck. And then I, now this, I'm not proud of myself with this one because this is a bit not. You are. Otherwise, you wouldn't be no, saying no, it on this, the podcast. No, the rest of it I am, but this one I'm not. I said, and she says, get a real job. I was like, I have a full time job, three kids, two dogs, a partner. Listen to this, Julie. A successful podcast. I do stand up. And I said, maybe you need a hobby, right? And she writes back, I already have three hobbies, gardening, making homemade jewellery and volunteering. So at this point, I'm like, right. This is going on for too long. And also, I didn't realise you had a pen pal. Like, that's classic (laughs) pen pal, junior, third, second year. My dad has brown hair. I have red hair. My dad has green eyes. My mum has blue eyes. Like, it's all this irrelevant information. if these guys can find each other, like, everyone deserves love, right? So he comes back then and he says... Like, they're probably sitting on the couch together yeah, doing this. you need a better job as the jokes aren't funny anymore. It's just boring now. I'm just like, you fucking started And this right? man still follows you on I Instagram. And then, he, and then when I said, uh, it's, you know the thing, like, it sounds like this is someone who's said this before. He said, how would you know? You probably pay for them yourself. I would never pay for them as most have STDs. Wow. Yeah. So then I said, I was like, all right, I need to call this now. So I said, okay, great. You and your man have a lovely Christmas. And she tags me back and she goes, we'll do. You do the same and no more off this shite on Facebook, please. And I said, yes, I've learned my lesson. Thanks. And she liked that comment. Oh, so we left it on good terms. I mean, what the fuck? That is crazy. <laughs> that is... That's you probably first. pay for them yourself. Like, Emma, when the fuck would but you I have wouldn't. the time oh, to, I pay, wouldn't. to see prostitutes? Mo- and also, they're called sex workers now. I know. But well, I was there was no opportunity to throw that in. I was in. going to start getting into, like, have a bit of fucking respect. Or, but then I was like, no, no, it's... it's I think it's But it would be, be wasted. It would be wasted on those kind of people. But it just... The first comment back just cracked me up. Like, he thought I was insinuating that he... It was about him paying for prostitutes. Well, as uh, like as I said, and as you said, uh, that somebody that answer was too ready to go, wasn't well, it? He kept just coming back with more excuses about why he doesn't pay for prostitutes. Maybe God. he doesn't pay them, and he's afraid he's going to get caught. The hell. Oh, that old chestnut. I've one other bit of news. And most of them have STDs. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. I've one other bit of news, and then Tell I'm done. Me. I'm not going to say anything else. So Ella, my lovely eh, Ella, eh. came to me the other day and she said, so you know this thing on Spotify that they kind of give you your stats of what you like and whatever. Yeah. 
for 2019. She said her friend, no, Christina, in her top three podcast was up to 90. No way. Yeah. And then she said to me, and do you know how many podcasts Christina listens to? And I said, no, I don't. And she says she listens to three. So, Christina, you can go fuck yourself. You are grounded. Um, Christina, I don't know if if you've access to a credit card, but you could maybe contribute on Patreon. If you've access to your mom's credit card, I'm sure she would mind. um, If you just explain to your mom, Christina, like there is, you know, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Uh, Like, I mean, you have to, somebody has to pay for the studio cost. Somebody does. And I mean, I'm going to need protection. Of course. From your man now. Sexual, physical, everything. You're going to need protection. I, because I'm, do you know what? It's should unnerving. I get, how I tested for an STD? Do I have an STD now? I think, you know what? I, again, <laughs> don't give in to the fear. It's no, absolutely not. If there's one person in my life who could not possibly have an STD, it's Emma Doran. And actually, what might be a fun, what might be a fun extra episode would be where I rate in order the people in my life who are most likely to have STDs. <laughs> um, speaking of which, actually, what's going on with you? Well, nothing much. Let's what's going on in our lives? Um, I yeah, what's going on in my life? Nothing much really. We're currently in the process of moving house. Yes. So there's a lot of boxing going on. Mm, and stressful. yeah, so that's, well, it's stressful, but also it's surprisingly cleansing. Uh, oh, nice, it's very yeah. nice to get rid of lots of bits, Bob. Went for an old styling session with the lovely Martha Gilhini. How are you, Martha? Hi, Martha. Was on the podcast for our Buffy, Buffy episode, episode, which yeah. is a really good episode. She's like uh, a super she's fan. She's a super fan and she's, she's great. And you know what? It was actually like, she was saying the whole like styling thing. It's, like it is therapeutic in a way like I really felt she kind of reintroduced me to myself because I used to love colour and then I kind of reached a point where you know plan a bit like a lot of people I plan a bit of weight a few years ago and then what do you do everything just suddenly goes black you just go for the silhouette and with the kind of climate that lends itself well to it and then when she was like well why don't you wear a bit of red bit of pink bit of orange I was like I actually do love these colours and yeah. I used to love them. Uh, I used to love them once. Um, so yeah, it was great. And I went home and I showed Fred my bits and bobs and like even... Who were? Who were? Actually, speaking of which, um, myself and Fred, oh, well, I won't say that. Will I? Actually, no, <laughs> oh, I will because he's listening he to listen. it. Um, I thought it'd be funny to, oh. we're at the stage of our relationship, to try and put a role play Okay. So I was like, I'll get a naughty nurse costume now. Ooh, I thought this but would have it happened a long time ago. It didn't work right. because I, like you've been in our house. So like it is essentially one room. Like mm. MTV Cribs would just consist of, this is the north wall. This is the east wall of our home. And that is it. Um, so I went upstairs in the naughty nurse outfit and he it broke his like arse at laughing. Ah, yeah, it was a nice fit now. Ooh, I have yeah, to say. it was a white so, and kind of, Yeah, oh, but nice. it just, but it, like you can't. Can't take Sorry, it I'm seriously. Go- I'm getting off and you know what I mean. But it, but you know what? The LPVC. I know it's really bad for the environment and all the rest. But like, it's actually such a good fit. Like, it's a, it amazes me. Like these outfits are like one size fit all, fits all, um, and like just like gives you the perfect little push up at the bra, like just nice and clingy yeah. in all the right places. So I was feeling good, and I rocked up, and Fred just <laughs> broke his arse laughing. No, he did and not. now I oh, know, like we rolled. 
with it and it was great but I think we were both got a bit giggly with it then and you know oh, then we got lost in the kind of excitement like nervousness I think we just kind of got lost in the lost in the fantasy of it all um, so it was like I was like welcome to Matter Private and he was like oh I'm so glad I got the health insurance and <laughs> like it just got we got too into the narrative yeah. is what I'm he, saying he can stop wearing the bag though uh, yeah. should I take off the nurse's outfit now is it time I've had it on too long now it's well, been three days well I feel days. like you've taken my pulse by now just but like, yeah oh yeah I broke my stethoscope straight away so again I was like for fuck's sake because then you start complaining you're like oh, this yeah. is such bad quality the accessories are always bad yeah yeah and my yeah. little hat fell off and I was like I just want to fix my hat you know there was a lot of that and then you're like did I clock in oh uh, yeah but you know the old making love it's, Marie it's is a late good for thing to shift. do it's, well you see I'm not getting to the gym these days so this is the only bit of exercise I'm at now and somebody <gasps> did make the point which really pissed me off the other day I was saying look and I'm always I'm slow to say I'm busy because I'm conscious that everyone's busy so I'll always well, qualify it by saying yeah. you know just at the moment everyone's busy in the context busy. of your life you are busy but the, the reason no but I'm not it's not even necessarily that I'm busy but it's just because I have a big commute so if I you know mm. I'm gone to work in the morning I kind of you know will have to hang around town for a few hours if I'm doing a gig that night because we're just a bit too far that I can't go home and blah 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 so that kind of cost me a bit of time but somebody did say to me the other day um, that Barack Obama made the time when he was president he still went for a run every day yeah, well, what, what he about... He still found 20 minutes in the 24 to go for a run. And I was like, yeah, yeah I'm, I get I'm still it, love. not forgiving him for Flint. I get it, love. That's maybe how time have, works. Yeah, maybe he should have, like, you know, That's left the gym how for a time while works. Well, the water in Flint. It's like when people say about Maggie Thatcher, people always use her as an example. Throw that she up and catch her. Squish, squash, squish, squash. There's that Maggie she, Thatcher. Oh, do you remember that one? What a good one. Little do we know we were so political back then. Vote, but vote, vote when people say yeah. about Margaret Thatcher she only needed four hours sleep, you're like, yeah, I mean, maybe if she got more sleep, she would have been less of a bitch. Yeah, she was a bit of an old tramp tramp. Um, so that's basically it. And yeah, so looking forward to moving um, to the middle of nowhere um, for three weeks BBC, after Christmas. Yeah, nice. We have convinced Fred that Dingle is only three hours away from Dublin. So oh please, do not, <laughs> please do and not. Please do not. driving fucking hell. Oh my God. Six Stop. Can we not talk not about it? So many coffee breaks when Fred's driving. Bless him. Um, now, Patreon, please get in touch. Uh, if you do like the podcast, First of all, we keep forgetting to ask people to rate and review us on iTunes. If yeah. you could do that, that'd be great. Couple of people, couple of absolute sounders got in touch to ask about the Patreon. Um, the Patreon is up and running. It's up to 90. So the cost basically goes towards like obviously producing the podcast and the studio fees and all that kind of crack. And we have a couple of new people signed up. We've got Susan Coleman, Adam Darcy, Therese Coleman. And then a shout out to our diehards, Gina, Cathy, Claudia, Alva, Evelyn, Catherine, Robert, Neil, Ryan, Dustin, Sarah Jane, Breed, Simon, and Oshin. We love you. Thank you so much for coming Is into your our lives. Stopped. Oh, where's Deirdre gone? I think we could have lost Deirdre. Fuck. Fuck. I'm not going to be on that Sky show now. Shit. Fuck. Fuck. That's concerning, isn't it? Deirdre, if you're listening, please come back and tell us. We're so- <laughs> Deirdre, we're sorry. Come here, listener, listener, listener. 
So we were talking about, uh, well, we haven't talked about it recently, so Julie's probably going to show me a look, but we were saying that like for our Patreons, we do something extra, like something actually worthy. Yes. Like a little episode. Yeah. So if there's something that, a, a themed thing, or if you don't want it to be themed, if you just want it to be more shy talk, uh, just let us know. And don't, like, I'm not great now at messaging people when they ask me to message. I'm like, oh, Scarlet, don't be Scarlet. Love the old messages. Oh, love the feedback. And and you know what? Anyone who gets in touch is just a so, sounder. So please good. just get in touch. Um and please, yeah, please do get involved. So this week, what's going on? Um, Jeremy Clarkson. Did you see that? She called no. Greta mad. Oh yes. I mean, is he? Is and he, said, "Go back to school." I mean, shudder. I know he's. He's known for being a bit of a bollocks. But I feel, is he trying to morph himself into Pierce Morgan? Is that what he's trying to yeah, do? Yeah, they're he's the same person now, a, I feel. He's trying to carve out a career. I don't know. And I know there's been articles about it of why she... There's the lads waving. Will we get them over? No, I don't want to start Lads, that. lads, 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 or lads. It'd be like that night. Do you remember the night we were in Galway? And it was a sausage fest. Do you remember they wanted... They were asking you to go back to the Navy ship. <laughs> And I was like, Emma, don't do not do this to your family. I'm so out of touch. I was like... No, they just want to show me the ship, Julie. Cop on. It's all fine. Um, so, yeah, Jeremy oh yeah, Clarkson an and Pierce Morgan why, are... Why Greta winds up middle-aged men so badly. I don't know what people's fucking problem is with her. Like, it's fucking insanity. Well... I guess because it's it's like probably just like ageist and sexist, I'd imagine. Yeah. And also like the whole thing of like, you know, yeah, like she's a teenager, but I'm sure he's more than happy to support a 16 year old soccer player on his favourite football team. That is yeah, like the yeah. next prodigy. Like yeah. it's just that climate change is her thing. I know. Yeah. Like you can be 16 and brilliant. Yeah, and you can just... also be 16 and pregnant. And you can also be 16 and pregnant and brilliant. You can, yeah. I just feel like, I don't know. Like, in fairness now, on Top Gear, I do think he's good. I think the bits in the studio that are, are just fucking... Oh, they're so cringe. They re- they? And you they're see, really... the problem with, oh. the problem with like, I don't know, I often think there's a certain... I find that sometimes it just goes too far. Like there's a certain um, format, which I just don't get. I just feel it's too forced, that kind of in-studio humour. And how do you just standing around in a semi-circle? And it just, I mean... standing for hours. Imagine, your legs would be like lead. And then they're smiling away. They're just so happy to be there. And the lads are sitting down, chilling. And you're standing there with your varicose veins. Like it just, but the format is just forced. It, it doesn't really work. Is, yeah. Oh, it's just fuck off. I mean, he's grand, but like ugh, purely said for a fucking effect. That's purely him just trying to say something that he thinks is on brand. 
Yeah. I doubt he actually, sure he must have kids. Like what age are his kids? Do you know what I mean? I'd say they're probably older than that now. And he did, to be fair to him, he did say that when he was in Cambodia filming uh, the latest series of Top Gear, he was like, yeah, well, to be fair, you know, obviously he would be climate change denier numero uno, given his line of business. But he was like, yeah, you do see the houses on stilts. And you're like, why are the houses on stilts? And people are like, because there used to be a river here. You know, like you can obviously put two and two together. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I'm sure it, it was just said for effect, but it, like, even I don't, I don't mind people saying things for effect or for a gag or like, who the fuck am I to talk? But I just fa- the thing that annoyed me more about it was like, oh, this is tiresome. Like it's been said, it's already been said. Yeah. If it had been something actually original or, you know. A unique observation, I would have been like, well, well, well fair play to him. Yeah. I mean, as you say, it's just not even particularly original. Um, and come here, what about Philip? What, what do you mean what about man? Philip? Philip Schofield. Oh, yeah. So apparently, well, uh, Amanda, what's her face, Holden came out and was asked about the whole rumour at the moment that Philip Schofield has had a bit of a rift with Holly. But of course, he has had like an actual documented rift with uh, Ruth Langsford. Oh, yes. Ruth, is it Langford or Langford? Langsford? You know Eamon yes. Holmes' missus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was on what and was she was saying... Rift? So it was a really strange one. I don't know if you saw it, but basically she was doing the segue into these women. She was like, so I'm like, okay, so if you tune in to these women, like we're going to be talking about... And he jumped in and it actually was really weird. He jumped in and he was like, sorry guys, I'm going to have to jump in there because we're stuck for time. And she was like, I literally had two words left to say. And he's like, yeah, no, we're out of time. Like it was really weird. So she, with like this is documented, she lodged a complaint against him. Right. And apparently was backed up by like five other people within mm. the production company who would see, you know, who were speaking out against his behaviour in studio. But I mean, obviously it goes out saying like that was not, a, that was not stemming from a singular instance. Of course, like there's yes. obviously something going on there. And then Amanda Holden was asked about an interview. And Amanda said, well, you know, I've just drawn a line um, under my issues with Philip Schofield. And then, you know, just like the tiny little, oh, go Mm. on. Like, I mean, barely a push. And she was like, well, I will say this. Um, (laughs) And she was just like, you know, let's just say you've got a tin opener. Okay, so Ruth's got a tin opener right now. And let's just say there's a lot of cans to be opened. Like something, you know, like fucking cryptic Cindy. And she was like, she was like saying, she was like, fair play to anyone who stands up for themselves because it's not easy. I was disappointed because as far as I was aware, I thought Phil could do no wrong. I thought he was all good. But if they're actually openly kind of like, I know Amanda's a little bit cheeky now, but if they're kind of saying it, I mean, I don't know. I'd imagine like he's probably pretty fucking, it's kind of pretty fucking bad. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, like ultimately nobody in that position, like the likes of Ruth and, well, Holly has dismissed rumours of a feud. Mm. Um, but then a lot of people were like, oh my God, it's pure tense between them this morning. What's going on? Yes. Yeah, so um, but... I mean, I would feel like Ruth has been in the game long enough that she's not going to be making a complaint unless there's some merit to it, I would feel. As against, like, there are instances where, you know, 
when you do start out in a new job um, and you're kind of starting out and it is, there's a lot of bullshit and, you know, a lot of things can kind of be flung up at you and there's an element of like when you do start out in something, it's a steep learning curve in any industry. And, yeah. you know, like, OK, I'm not going to get on with everyone. Some people are going to be really short with me. Other people are going to be really flippant. Other people are going to be really sarcastic. And that's just their personality types. And I just have to fucking, you know, grow a pair and get on with it. Yeah. But in this instance, I would feel like when someone like that has been in the business for such an extended so period, and it's definitely coming from somewhere. Yeah, and I mean, he's been in that job for so long. But I used to hate Philip Schofield. I always thought he came across as absolutely smug. Really? I know, I always liked him. I, have to say, I, I mean, like recently them. I've questioned, and actually in the wake of this, I've questioned why it why it was that I disliked him so much. But I definitely in the like in the nineties, noughties, I was like, yeah, no, he's Mister Smokefest. Really? When we initially saw him on our screens, I wasn't well, necessarily buying what he said. But I I do think. Um, Himself and Holly are a great team and all the rest. Like Amanda, you know, I suppose has their own issues with him because he was the one that said he didn't want her to do this morning with him when Holly was off in the jungle. So she got told that he was like, no, 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 I don't want to do it with Amanda. But you see, the thing about that is, is that that is shit. But unfortunately, that kind of is how TV and all the rest work. That like, ultimately, if that person's like, I kind of would prefer not to do with them, regardless of their reasons, it's just kind of how it is. I know. Yeah. It's just a shit business like that. Do you like Amanda? I do like Amanda. Yeah, I do like her. Okay. I don't know if I trust her though. She's a bit of a shit stirrer though, is she? Yeah, she's a bit of a shit stirrer. I'd say she's very, she's, I'd say she's like very much a a lovey. Do you know that kind of way? What do you mean a lovey? Oh, like Like I'm a hugger kind of thing. No, like, no, I'm not going to dislike her because she's a hugger. (laughs) You would dislike someone because they're a hugger. No, I'd say she's all showbiz, like, oh, darling, wonderful. Like, if you're. If you were in favour at that particular time and then would drop you like a hot snot if something was going on or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know every like, you can say what just fucking want, lads, but everyone is like that to a certain extent. Yes. But I just feel like she'd be like that with bells on. Actually, come here. Just a little segue for a second. I wanted to say something to you and I feel, I actually feel really guilty about this, but I have to be truthful. And this is my truth. Lizzo is really pissing me off at the moment. Um, I'll tell you, I, I did. Like I've seen your arts, Lizzo. You're a great artist. You don't like. I just feel like she's doing it now for the sake of it. Every picture is art. I questioned why. It doesn't matter who put it up is. The thing if everyone's. If everyone. If anyone was putting up pictures constantly of their fucking arse, I would get bored. Uh, like I I'm still silly L one, but I'm just like, oh, give me some different pictures. I still have the love, but I did, I did lose a little bit of love um, a few months back when she put up the picture of the delivery girl. 
or the just eat girl, her delivery person. And she was like, this woman stole my food. Do you remember that? No, what was so that? So she put up something like the, you know, I don't know, like as in the delivery person rocked up and like Lisa was like, where are my chicken balls? And the girl was like, what chicken balls? And she put up this thing saying, this girl is just, this woman has just stolen my food. But she did delete it fairly swiftly. But yeah. I just thought that was extreme. Mm. But still have the love. Oh, I still have the love. Um, and I still listen to the music. But, and I still enjoy it. But I'm, I'm just like. Would you say is she? I mean, like, she hasn't overtaken Beyonce. Is Beyonce no. still queen? If Beyonce and Lizzo were on of an evening, and you had to pick one, oh, well, I would pick Lizzo definitely because it's more current. Well, I just am more. Uh, I'm just enjoying her music more. I think I go Beyonce more, for the nostalgia I'm factor. Excited, I'm more like revved up by it. But I'm just saying, her photographs of them it's, at the moment—it's just arse. The it's whole boring, time. you know. It's boring. Me. I'll tell you what's boring me on social media at the moment is people putting up pictures saying Instagram versus real life. Okay, so the Instagram pic oh, is them in the swimsuit looking fantastic. Oh, the real on. life pic is also them in a swimsuit looking fantastic. <laughs> but the difference is they're blinking or like there's some, like a gust of wind has blown some hair into their face. So like I'm supposed to look at the real life pic and say, thank God you're human too. Like, I, I can't believe you also blink. Here was I thinking you were just this unblinking human being and I was just this blinking freak. I was just getting so conscious of my own blinking. Or like, it's bullshit. Like, this thing of like hunching over in a fucking ball, nearly fucking... Love have- your rose. And I think it's really unhealthy because what you're saying is, by extension, you're saying there's something wrong with the second picture, but love it anyway. And I think that's really unhealthy. Like, God mm. forgive God forgive me, but like Instagram versus real life. The real life pic should be when you haven't done the big shave, you haven't exfoliated the tan, it's first thing in the morning, you took your eyeliner oh. off one eye, you've got a cold sore. Like, that should be like the real life pic. Just so fucking annoying. It's but it's bullshit though, isn't it? It really yeah. is annoying me at the moment. But I see people do do this and then they've got about fucking twelve filters on it anyway. I'm just like oh, it just winds me up. You've yeah. got you've, the you've Instagram me versus up now. real life. I didn't know is, you were gonna say that. Well, I mean it is it yeah, it, it is quite pissing off, um, <laughs> to be honest. And like look, that's why, you know, even we were saying about like TikTok being the next big thing and all the rest. I do you know what? Maybe there's an element of because it's silly that it's kind of like embracing that silly. I think yeah. sometimes Instagram is just too curated now. Well, my nephew Jack who Hashtag I, influencer. Yeah, who I was forcing him the other weekend to engage in conversation. He really didn't want to. Like, he really, really didn't want to. But I'm that aunt. And I said to him, should I be on TikTok? Because I was on it before. And Jack just like, don't bother. Like, okay, okay, so you heard it but here then first. I don't know whether Jack was saying that I shouldn't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't look, know you probably general... don't want to see your auntie Emma on TikTok. No, because like, you're just going to be him. asking him how to work it. So he's like, no. It's and like I, when our moms yeah. say, "Where do we listen to podcasts?" 
Where would I find I a podcast? We're asked, like, no. I asked Jack, was he listening to the podcast? And he looked at me like he didn't even know what I was talking about. Like, Jack, and you're I either said, in it or you're not. Right. Just right. Fucking subscribe. What's the big deal, Jack? What's you don't the big have deal? to write anything. He knows how stars work at this stage. Yeah, yeah. Like he's in primary school, is he? No, he's well, he's going school. to be. He's taller than me. How old? I thought you said this child was four. I was like, are we no, talking no. Dr. Doogie? No, no. This is he's Jack. Secondary Jack's school already. Big, Jack's the big cousin, yeah. So, how old is Jack? I don't know. Between 13 and. Emma's what we like to call drunk auntie. <laughs> Uh, okay, so he Love you, Jack. Jack, you need just, to rate, just rate us Jack. Just fucking rate us If you want that Christmas cash You better rate I really enjoyed Did you read that fun review well, I'm getting had? you a voucher for a reason uh, st- Take it back no, I wouldn't do that take it back I will say we did have that very fun review um, the one star did you read that one star what review that? so generally it's all like love it love it love it yeah yeah but you'll always have that one one star review again another so reason better. not to be friends with it's like Jeremy Clarkson it's like fuck off um, is this the lad with the prostitutes oh yeah dumb plopper <laughs> Uh, this unfortunately is dumb and the Winona Ryder podcast only had about 25% of the podcast about her and barely skimmed the surface they barely analyse her or talk about her career there is no depth or analysis here at all it's so disappointing (laughs) which I just think is our most entertaining review yet and yes we did say Winona won an Oscar and yes we did say (laughs) she was in Titanic and we had a couple of other small mistakes we're not perfect like we can't be we can't be Instagram profile perfect all the time Um, but the rest are great Um, and International Appeal which I just love the name of that review because it's just so extreme it's like Humanitarian Crisis International (laughs) Appeal Uh, we should say as well just to be you know full disclosure when we say going towards Studio Cast we are currently recording from my car so Studio Cast are minimal do you think you can hear the heat but can you hear the heat I don't know. We turn down. Refuse to bring headphones. Let us know, listener, <laughs> if that's better. Minus each. You about let us bringing, know. We're talking about bringing headphones again, for you. And a half. If you want us to buy headphones. Patreon, like we'll buy them then, and also the Roma Chipper shout out sponsorship, um, New Deal uh, is not going to pay for itself. I had such a cheeky pizza slice last night, and it was amazing. Mm. Do you know what I love? And it's just the old classic, the Supermax pizza slice. It's Never a great it. Papa John's. It's a great one. Oh, Papa John's? Is that not mock? No? A pache is the one we, <laughs> oh, we really go, just like. But a Papa a John's pizza, is a lovely pizza, pizza with a bit of garlic pizza. sauce. Well, most pizza. I mean, you can't really go wrong with a pizza, can you? Uh, I'd say, well, a pache now would not be uh, a favourite choice. Also, uh, what else is going on in our lives? I'm a celebrity. Were you yes. surprised that Caitlyn Jenner didn't win it? Mm, no, I, I, I mean, if you look at past winners, I actually I haven't, I didn't watch it, but your one Jacqueline who won, that's pretty much 
the person who wins every time, yeah. isn't it? It's generally Carrie Katona. It's generally the mum who's you know away from the kids, and you know she's doing it for the mums. And people are like, you know, I think people like to champion that type of character in yeah. that setting because it is hard. You know, like you did see a lot of tears from her stuff when she was away from the today. smallies. Like, that would be hard, very hard, and you've no contact with them. Yeah, I mean, it's actually a huge sacrifice to be. How long does it go on for a month? Well, I'd say it's a month between the jigs and the reels. And then, like, when you come out, you're working. Well, she's not working because, obviously... Did you see there was the controversy about Dan Osborne? Yes. But they... Now, I've seen pictures of them. They were on the beach having a great time. She has the wedding ring on. So, supposedly... It's all good. But like, I don't know, like somebody in work said today, he's just a dirty cunt. I cannot believe Jim Jim would use that kind of language. (laughs) Fuck's sake, Jim Jim. We're going to have to bleep that out. That's 34 minutes. Jesus Christ. Jim Jim strikes again. It's cunt this, cunt that. And sometimes he says cunting. Oh my god. Where's me counting cup of tea? Oh my god. I'm like, is that necessary? I can't believe he would speak to people in the office like that. That's just getting so... a counting sandwich for lunch. I'm just like, that doesn't really make sense, Jim Jim. Uh, although a cunt, I suppose, is technically a sandwich when you think about it. Hmm. Is that just my... Okay, yeah, okay. So we were saying... Oh, yeah, so what... Sorry, what was this person in work saying? What did they say? That Dan was a dirty cunt. Well, I... So, like, what do you know about him? Well, I know there was the story about the threesome, but, like, they have constantly been together, broken up, gotten back together, broken up, gotten back together, whatever. And I think now... Just being honest, I do think when you have kids, you do have a responsibility that at some point you just actually need to fucking decide. You can't be breaking up and getting back together like numerous, numerous times. I know, like, look at, I know shit happens and people break up and get back together and all that. I've fucking done it, lads. But you can't, you can't do it like fucking on an ongoing basis. It's not healthy for anybody involved. So it all just does seem a bit madness. And all of the breakups tend to be something around him having done the dirt. Yeah. Who knows what the fuck goes on? Yeah, like I kind of feel, I do feel a a sympathy for them as a unit at the moment because I feel like, you know yourself, it's like the media... They're like a dog well, they do. and, uh, with the bone. So at the moment, they I feel they that they will not stop until these people have yeah. broken up. And ultimately, they're a young couple. She wants to be with him. And like no more than like just, okay, now let's everyone get on board with the We Hate Meghan Markle. Like there is that kind of gang mentality that it's like, okay, let's just tear them apart I and know, throw everything you, at this. Do you ever notice like, and this is like purely obviously for research purposes, you know, when you look at Daily Mail, they big up the same people and they tear down the same people day oh, yeah. after day after day. They just keep going at it, keep going at it. And I used like I used 
I used to believe it that the media would create stories and try and tear people down and all that. But it does. They do do well, that. Well, I mean, of course, I mean, in even the Daily Mail, like we're all guilty of, you know, clicking in for an old gawk. Um, but I mean, you do see, you know, it's not even that you'd be particularly, I mean, I'm not media savvy at all, but like it's so transparent. I mean, the last few weeks in the run up to the British general election, like obviously it's all anti-Corbyn and it's all anti-Semitism in the Labour Party. And, you know, yeah. it's all, it's, 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 it's so transparent. It's insane. But like with say a couple like this, you know, he does have the reputation for being a, a bit of a dirty, dirty dog, all the rest like that wouldn't necessarily bother me as such but I do remember when he was doing the Celebrity Big Brother um, and somebody did put up I don't know I think it might have been Louise McSharry but somebody put up um, uh, an audio of uh, the the link to the audio remember the audio that was released when he was speaking to the mother of his first child and he was going out with Jacqueline and my thing that I can't get past with him but obviously she's got past it so I think everyone else should just get past it as well my thing that I couldn't get past with him was that audio because to me that was like it went beyond an argument and it was abusive yeah like the whole thing of like calling her like a dirty little cunt uh, called her fucking tramp said that if she would sex with another man he would stick a knife in her and actually I can remember listening to it because I went to find it today mm. but I can remember listening to it at the time I think it's I you remember, just can't yeah. find it now but the baby is crying and he was like he's crying because his mother's a fucking slag like it's horrendous oh, so you just wonder and then calling her like a shunning, telling her to shut her fucking mouth calling her a fucking tramp so he is a dirty cunt so for me it's not about the riding it's like speaking to someone like that like aside from the fact that it's the mother of your child I just genuinely think there are very few men I know who would speak to a woman like that and he put it down to having a bad moment and all the rest but I just feel there's having a bad moment like you could say that when you fucking went off and murdered someone you know what Mm. I mean like that kind of language I know is just gross but yeah the woman actually came out and said that he she had to threesome with um uh with dan osborne so as i said i have sympathy for them as a unit but i wouldn't be particularly gone on him necessarily based on like that kind of stuff but she is your one to remember chloe ailing who came out and said that she well she was kidnapped it was oh, proven yes. in court yeah 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 um but then a lot of people were kind of bringing that up saying, oh yeah, wasn't she your one who lied about being kidnapped? But to be fair to her, because that was like that whole mad story about how she went to Italy yeah. for this photo shoot and then ended up being held hostage. And there was video footage of, she admitted that she was sleeping in your man's bed and that there was video footage of him taking her shoe shopping and all that kind of thing. Um, but he claimed that he was holding her hostage for this um human trafficking organisation called the Black Death. So when she basically was found, um, she was found on the basis that he had sent uh, ransom emails to her agent. So he asked for the name of three men that would give him money. She gave Mm -hmm. him the name of like the agent and two other lads. And the other guy who was an ex-boyfriend actually did give like £20,000 or whatever. But when she was found and gave her story, I mean, the whole thing did sound completely incredulous. But in her initial statement, she left out the bit about like, oh, well, he took me shoes shopping at one point because she didn't want it to appear. I suppose she kind of probably did feel maybe it would have undermined her whole story. But to me, in her defence, she 
like was very much kind of vilified in you know in the media and uh, people were kind of hopping on the fact that oh well you know she was a mom and like where was her child like when she was off doing all this modeling work and people were so scathing but ultimately he was found guilty of like kidnapping her he was given 16 years like there was no evidence time. of like email contact between the two of them. Yeah. Uh, like there was no, like they had been Facebook friends from a couple of years before and that was used against her. But as she said, I think it was in The Guardian, she did an interview and she was saying, yeah, but like you do kind of just accept requests from people. So like this guy had met her fleetingly a couple of months previous to this in Paris and there was mm. like a terrorist attack in Paris and apparently that's what spooked him so he didn't do it there. And then people were saying, well, she met him before. So how is it that she was? So it's this whole thing. But I actually would believe her that something mad did happen because otherwise you'd like to think if the man's after getting 16 years, there was some hard evidence that it wasn't fabricated. But a lot of people were throwing out there now in the wake of this threesome thing. Oh, yeah. Well, isn't your one... The one who faked her kidnapping. Once once something is put out there, no, like not nobody, but a lot of people aren't going to bother to do a follow up and see, I wonder what happened with that. Yeah. Should look at me talking about your man, Dan. Like I haven't done a follow up on him. I know, but look, we're not. I mean, look, I just feel bad for them as a unit because ultimately they are a little family. Like, you know, then because I wasn't following, I watched like two episodes of I'm a Celeb and then I was like, I'm out. Um, I you all over. For three days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I just you, was I like. I was kind of like, will we do whatever? And you were like, I'm kind of watching I'm a Celeb. Because that was our thing. Myself and Fred, it was like Tuesday or Monday, I think. it's. Mm. But it started on a Sunday. It was know, the second day of it. And myself and Fred never, we can never agree on TV. Okay. So this was the one thing we watched together and Fred actually said he was like this can be our thing that we can you know obviously like there's massive like trust issues in our relationship but this can be the thing that (laughs) saves us jokes Um, but yeah (laughs) this and the nurse outfit uh, they're going to be what there may be trouble. Welcome to Matter Private. And then Fred introduced, like, when we were having oh, a, bit of a, a bit of an adult cuddle, he was like, my mom's picking me up in 10 minutes. I was like, can we not introduce the fact that you're getting a lift? He was pretending to be, like, kind of still under anaesthetic. I was like, it's done. Like, we're going down to watch. Because we get lost in the narrative of it all and we're just too giggly. Um, but anyway, so we went down to watch I'm a Celebrity after the hashtag fail of the Nani nurse outfit. Of course, but you know we couldn't take role play seriously in our relation. Of course not, because you and Shane. I don't know. It's you know, it's something you have to buy into. It's you're leaving. I tell you what, you're leaving a lot of credulity at the door. It's not like you have to do for a whole day. Uh, no, like it's you're committing like... to the role. Like I was sure I was taking people's temperature left, right, and center <laughs> over the weekend in trim. Oh my god! Honestly, somebody collapsed. I was like, "It's fine. I'm a nurse. Are you, are you, I'll take you care of this." I had my plastic Matter Private, uh, our new sponsor. But anyway, so we watched an episode of I'm a Celeb, and Fred was like, "Maybe this could be our thing." Um, but then, like, neither of us have the time or the... Well, we do have the time, oh, but we just couldn't be arsed. quite symbolic, isn't it? So I do think best to look to them. Uh, 
It's a funny one. I don't know. But look, obviously, they want to give, sure, it, a, they give it their best shot. You're a fella's a dirty dog, but we all have a mate who has a fella who's a dirty dog. And we just have to say, best of luck. Yeah. And you can't, you know, even when and you know your mate day, is with a dirty dog. Some people do you, like you a dirty dog. Some people well, like a dirty dog. They like the drama of a dirty dog. Ah, uh, yeah. And like oftentimes what I find increasingly, my friends who, like we all, by the way, went through many, many dirty dog phases in our <laughs> lives. Um, but the people who are still with the dirty dog, exactly that, Emma, there's something about that type of relationship they enjoy. Yeah. And I'm finding increasingly, <laughs> I'm finding increasingly we're in 10 functions, etc. with these people. And I actually have to say, I think they're both a bit mad, generally. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're past the point when we're like, no, yeah, it's, no, it's all him. It's two of the minutes. Now that, now, you know, we're kind of a few kids in, we've got the mortgage. Like, What's sometimes I'm like, maybe there's a reason that he's smoking the weed all the time. Like, maybe... <laughs> Maybe you were just wrecking his head. I'm never going to say that, obviously. You know, it's not my place as a godmother, you know, like, and a a family christening is not the place to say it. But one day I will. No, I will not. Julie's the only person to ever be at a a christening and shout, objection. I really. (laughs) (laughs) He slept with me. This is not that type of ceremony. I will say. No good of wisdom. Never give. Well, obviously, give your opinion if it's asked for. But I wouldn't volunteer your opinion on anyone's partner because they're going to end up with that person for life, and they will never forget what you said. You need to be very careful. They tell the partner what you said. Forget, and they will tell the partner because I've been stung for that before. It wasn't me who thought you were a dirty dog. Julie said you were a dirty dog. You were the dirtiest dog of all the dogs. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, Julie is the number one cunt. Of course, yeah. And I have been stung by that actually a couple of times. And it's funny because... But... No, but only because like these would have been people like very close in my life. Like you're talking about like, you know, the Pygmalion phase of our lives where we were all just going out on mad ones all the time. And you're in a fucking smoking area and you're scoring a nine year old and your mate asks your opinion and you give it not yeah. thinking there's going to be any repercussions because you're living for tonight and then little do you know that 14 years later they're mm. still like she is not being bridesmaid at our wedding I will never forget what she said to you just when you said that there do you remember and then we'll go I was shopping in my car actually do you remember the year we went to Vodafone and we were completely ossified? Oh, was that the, was that two years ago? I think so. And you were trying to get me the shift. Do you remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it was so funny. And you went up to a comedy promoter in Dublin and you were just like, will you shift Julie? And he was like, I think she's a nice girl, but I'm kind of seeing someone or something. And I was like, "I this is just... But you knew it was happening. It was all like, this is ah, the plan. Yeah, but it's all like, yeah. live for tonight. <laughs> there are no repercussions. That was, but I can't remember. Did, but was there any goss from that? Like, I don't think there was any actual goss. No, I don't think that ever is. I did go up to Tommy Tiernan and like break through his entourage and tell him I thought his wife was great. 
Did you? Oh, funny. But she is great, though, Yvonne. I know, but I think and he was getting ready. And you went to the ready. same school. Yeah, but I think he was getting ready for me to come up to say, big fan, Tommy. Like, I think you're Big great. fan of your wife. Big fan of your wife. Although I will say, big fan of his wife's style. She's serious style in Spo. Mm. But I think she's just very, it's very cohesive. It's like the home, the clothes. I just love the style. It's great. I know. I'm just I'm mad. thinking now when you're talking about the PVC, I would love to get a pair of PVC red trousers. I mean, is like that, Buffy. I mean, is that breakdown? I mean, I'd say it's probably the equivalent of like a guy buying a Beamer. But you've okay. got the bods, so fucking do it for both of us, because God knows I'm well, not get, I'm get, not slimming down hey, into the red PVC pants anytime PVC soon. Boob tube. No, the belly's be out like- of control at the moment. <laughs> but I will say, do you know what? Like it's part of my plan for twenty twenty. Gonna get on top of it all and then do you know what? I'll do the PVC boob tube, you do the PVC pants. You can be like and little, together we're banned. We're banned. Up to ninety. We'd be highly fla- flammable, I'd say though, would we? Yeah, but I'm on the vape these days, so it's all good. How are we gonna get we need to get up to ninety into the big festivals this year, Emma. That should be our goal. I don't know. I said it to you before and I'll say it to you again, we need to say something controversial, and if anyone is gonna say something controversial, it's gonna be you. We know it's gonna I know, it's really bad. And I think you say things in the moment and it's funny and you forget that people listen back and you're like, oh, everyone takes it so seriously. But that's the whole point of a comedy podcast. People aren't expecting us to be safe, Emma. No, you need it to be loosey-juicy. We need to get on board. Yeah, let's come up with actually listener. Get in touch. Get in touch. Is there any topic that we could be controversial about? Yeah, because look, it's... I don't know about you. My career is going nowhere. I mean, it is. I'm Shut the fuck ca- up, Emma. You were in. You where were you on Saturday night? You were on the Ray Darcy show. Yeah, but my mother loved show. <laughs> oh, thanks. You looked thanks, fucking ma'am. unreal. Love the whole poison ivy, the emerald green, the red hair. And you're, you're sh- an absolute Shane, babe. I'm just texting Shane to say. I'm leaving because he's actually at a gig in Wheelands. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's in with two of his mates. So I said to him, I'll just text you when I'm leaving. Just oh, in that's case nice you want and to handy. Leave. Yeah, well, he is working tomorrow as well. Like, he probably won't be leaving, but I'll just give him the option. That is seriously but, um, sound. I uh, was going to say before we go, oh, yes. If you could subscribe to us uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, guys, that'd be amazing. Um, Dear Joe Kane, please come back. We love you so much. Can I ask, actually, can anyone get in touch? Because I may be reading the Patreon list wrong, but there's just, there's no theater there at the moment. But I could be reading it wrong. I'm sure she hasn't gotten paid for yet, but she's going to be doing a show for Sky. It's not for TV3. It's not for TG Gar. It's not for Orties. It's for Sky. And now, now is the time that she pulls out of the patron. Well, to be fair, look, I have to say I actually cancelled an old patron today. I did it. So do you know what, Emma? I think think, think it could be karma. That's what it is. That's Shane calling me now. Oh, sure, look, we're wrapping it up. I've been Jeannie J. I've been Emma Dorn. God bless. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.